What's up everyone, I'm your host Ben and you're listening to episode 57 of Insane Ramblings, a very playful episode, because we decided to do something a little different this week. We did a Let's Play, which for those not in the know, is when you play a video game and basically narrate it, much like our very first episode where instead of video games we just did a a recording, a commentary track for the TV show One Tree Hill. Unlike that episode, this one is actually going to make it to the internet because we got some new recording equipment that allows us to uh, record our voices without recording the TV at the same time. I know, amazing technology, right? So uh, I thought, since it turned out quite well, you can go check it out all on YouTube. There's over an hour and a half's worth of content there. Six parts, they're for the game Beyond Two Souls, but... I thought since it turned out quite well, I would put up an audio-only version as well, because, as you know, we tend to get sidetracked quite often and basically talk about whatever the hell we want, not just about what's going on on screen. So you didn't really need to see what was going on to enjoy the show, I thought, at least for a large percentage of it. So I've basically gone and edited out anything that really was uh, dependent on seeing the visual there's a few things like Vicky, you can hear her talking about murdering someone. You can probably pick up from the context clues that at that point in the game we were murdering someone. So I think even if you can't see what's going on, you uh, you won't be too lost. But if you do want to see everything that we're talking about, just head to our website, insaneramblings.net, and you can find the YouTube links there for the whole six parts so far of the Let's Play. Hopefully there'll be more to come very soon, and... Uh, you'll be able to check out that, because the aim here at the moment is to play through the whole game and do this kind of thing if people are enjoying it, and then maybe even a few other games as well. So uh, let us know if you like it, what you think, and uh, if you have any feedback of how we can improve this kind of thing. But for anyone who just wants to hear the audio, a little background on this game, it's a very story-driven kind of thing. The uh, main character, Jodie Holmes, she's played by Ellen Page, and Willem Dafoe is also in the game. Uh, Jodie has an invisible entity that's tethered to her that has like some kind of psychic ability. So you hear us discuss a few things that are related to that. But other than that basic background information, you don't really need to know too much. You play through her life from childhood to adulthood, but it's out of chronological order, so that might help explain things a little bit. But for the most part, I don't think it's really necessary to listen to this audio and to be seeing what was happening on screen just because, you know, we get sidetracked and talk about whatever the hell was coming to mind, really. So, uh, I'm done with this little preamble. Thanks for tuning in. Do the usual subscribe to our uh, iTunes feed, and you can even subscribe to our new YouTube channel, which has all these Let's Play videos on there if you want. Rate and review us, send us your uh, emails, podcast at insaneramblings.net, and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Let's start the show. It takes money. If you're going to go camping, go with someone who can fight off a bear. Triple threat party only. (laughs) I am no longer invited to my own dinner party. (laughs) Exactly. He's got jealous rage and murderous rage. (laughs) Subtle colours. Yeah. You're like, if I've said something upsetting, she'd better hear it. How else am I going to rub it in? Way Sebo. Way Sebo. 
experiencing ramblings. Hey everyone, this is Ben. And this is Vicky. And as you can see, we are doing a Let's Play for Beyond Two Souls, new PS3 game, which I am quite fond of. And uh, I have never heard of nor played before. Well, there you go. <laughs> so uh, basically, if you don't know who we are, we've been doing a podcast called Insane Ramblings for the last four and a half years now. Uh, including a turn of the Insane Sleeping Bags Tum Tokyo Slumber Party edition. Yep. So if that makes no sense to you, go check out the website insaneramblings.net and you can find 100 plus episodes of, well, Insane Ramblings, the name <laughs> says it all really. Yeah. So uh, we thought we'd try something a bit different today, mixing it up with playing through this game. If you don't know what a Let's Play is, we'll be basically talking shit like we always do. <laughs> we'll be talking over you watching us play this game, which doesn't sound especially enjoyable to me. I'm not sure how this genre got created. It's a, a weirdly popular I know. <laughs> video. It's like going to the movies with people you don't know and having them talk through it, except for free. Well, it works for that um, mystery science theatre Thing. What's that? It's basically where they watch movies and comment through it. It's, just, it's the same kind of premise, but it's, instead of video games, it's movies. Yeah, I find that very strange that anyone would want this. Like, <laughs> I find that when I'm playing video games or um, watching a movie, if people are talking and distracting me, that's annoying. It's usually the opposite of what you want. Well, yes. we haven't proven that anyone does want this yet. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's true. If this goes online and we get three YouTube hits and all of them are commenting saying, shut, shut the up, fuck up, I'm trying to hear the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then. Uh, then uh, we'll, we will know that we were on the wrong track. But um, <laughs> as this is our first attempt at this thing, please let us know what you do and don't like because... Uh, we like, won't care or do anything about it. Well, but. I, I feel like uh, I want to understand the essence of the Let's Play, Vicky. <laughs> this is a completely selfish endeavour. <laughs> exactly. So um, especially for a game like this, if you want to follow the story which it's 90% story <laughs> then just and just go also play it 90% listening to us <laughs> well if you're watching the youtube version so at the moment sure. you're on 180% processing power so you can understand where your difficulties lie <laughs> i think everyone listening's by the end of chapter 1 brains will have exploded <laughs> like 180% i can't handle that so uh so yeah, we put subtitles on so you can at least try and work oh, out okay. what the hell's going on. In but, fact, uh, you might just mute this and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, you can do it. But I'm sure someone else is just doing the easy way out and just put the whole game on YouTube <laughs> without talking all the way through it. That's right, that's so the easy way out. I'm, I'm sure if that's your thing, just go find that video or like I recommend playing, playing the game. Playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> or as the publishers might suggest, well, just play it. <laughs> especially for this kind of game where the whole point of it is to like a choose your own adventure style thing where you pick your own uh, uh, outcomes for every situation. <laughs> did you see hashtag row in the background? No, did Written I miss that? Written on the cop's board. Oh, you have to point it out if it yeah, comes Yeah, I will. Again. Hang on. If When it faces the camera towards the whiteboard, it says hashtag round. <laughs> <laughs> what were they investigating uh, earlier? Yeah, yeah. The very sexy criminals. I know. <laughs> like, hello, this is the uh, sexy crimes edition. So sorry, is that the sex crimes um, no, no. department? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we got the extra Y to differentiate. Yeah. <laughs> we only investigate the sexiest murders. The law and order is... Why be you? <laughs> I like the idea. It's like someone gets murdered on a beach and like, were they wearing a bikini? Like, no, no it was a one piece. Uh, this is straight nah. to <laughs> you want You want the SVU guys where it's not sexy enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, still sexy, but not sexy enough. Or like, ring, ring. Hi, this is the uh, sexy crimes department. 
Um, would you like to role play as the sexy crime? Right. Oh, you can be the, uh, I'll be the caller, you be the sexy crimes department. Uh, sure. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, sexy crimes department. Hi, I am. Um, hashtag <laughs> <laughs> I caught your hashtag online. Uh, it's trending row. all the way around. Yeah, and I wondered if this was the right line to call. I've, I've, I'd like to report a crime. Is it a sexy crime? Well, borderline. I need some assistance here. Mm, okay, well, I'll be the judge of that. We've had a murder and a robbery so at far. a strip club. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the murder, I know. The murder robbery, you were losing me. But strip uh. club, I'm leaning, you're more in the ballpark of sexy crimes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, what what can we do to help clarify? Well, here? I just want to know, like, was it a stripper that was murdered or was the stripper the potential murder suspect? Who are we talking about here? Ah, oh, right. No, the actual, see, this is the borderline. It was at a strip club, mm. but it was closed at the time. The strip club was closed. Yeah. How was anyone in there? Well, yeah. <laughs> Should like, I forward myself to the mysterious <laughs> Yeah. Not only is this a sexy crime, it's a riddle crime. <laughs> We've got a whole subdivision of puzzle-solving uh, agents that are going to get right on this. Right. So this is for the sexy riddle division. My apologies. Like, no, luckily we have that subset here. We right, can okay. handle both. I understand. What's the hashtag? Hashtag Rao. Huh? <laughs> Raha? Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to do the upwards inflection on a uh, on a hashtag, but it's implied. <laughs> hashtag Rao? Yeah. Okay, I'd like to speak to the sexy Riddler. <laughs> Wouldn't we Could all? you put him in? On? He's, he's been eluding us for years, Vicky. Oh, right. He's the criminal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought he was part of the division, the sexy Riddler. Uh, no. My apologies. You think, Can I speak to the sexy Riddle solver? Do you think Batman just goes out and goes, I want to speak to the Riddler? <laughs> It's, it's like it's not going to happen that way. He just calls up a phone number and says, "Excuse yeah, me." Yeah, he has to go through several riddles before he can get that kind of access. My mistake. Yeah. What is your sexy riddle solver's name? Uh, that's all he goes by, the sexy riddle solver. I mean, it's oh, not, it's not right. super catchy. So even but... his name is a riddle. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Would have been better if you were like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> What's your sexy riddle solver's name? Bob. <laughs> Bob, yeah, no, he. Uh, He's the riddle solver, not the riddle maker. I, I, he doesn't need a crazy name. I feel like he has to keep his identity on the lowdown, just so uh, the sexy riddler doesn't get too much access to these kind of okay, things. Okay, yeah. But you can call him Bob if that is preferential. I will. I guess we can come solve your crime. It's, it's sort of sexy. I mean, who? Well, what's Bob's outfit? I imagine what's the sexy riddle solver slash sexy riddler wear? Well, our, our detectives aren't sexy. They just oh. solve the sexy crimes. Right. Okay. So the detectives themselves are not attractive. You're just ordinary detectives. Well, they're not unattractive. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. strange. On a scale of zero to ten, your average sexy criminal detective. Well, I'm saying okay, they're, they're a solid six. They're up there in the looks. Right. But the outfits aren't going to emphasize that. Oh, okay. I'm just imagining the sexy riddler wears like. The a sexy... G-string with question marks on oh, it and the... nipple tassels. The sexy Riddler is covered in sequins. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's been at a crime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a trail of... Um... It's a nipple tassel with a question mark hanging exactly. off it. There's only one possible culprit. There's just a whole lot of body glitter in the in the shape of a question mark at every crime scene. Like, oh, it's the sexy Riddler here again. <laughs> Eluding us one more time. He slipped out using his lubricant. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for your help today, Bob. Um, I guess we'll we'll see you at this closed strip club. Later. Yeah, might I uh, be the first to first puzzle finding your way in while it's closed? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just uh, let you know we're not very good at solving crimes. Um, we're mostly a novelty act, if anything. Okay, we're... it's more of a novelty department. Yeah, yeah, but you came to the right place at least, so that's something. <laughs>
So, Ben, I've put up a Facebook status about what we're doing here today. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) How in-depth did you get about our uh, courtroom fantasies? Because... I'm surprised that if you could have predicted that, <laughs> like I sure as hell didn't well, know I've that was what we were doing. Well, I've named you as my um, platonic, opposite sex attracted life partner. Okay, I'll accept that. Really? Well, it sounds like basically saying you're friends, but we're <laughs> never going to bang. <laughs> I feel like that's fair enough. Is that not similar to... I'm on board, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I'm on board with not doing anything to her further this relationship. Yes. Where is this going? Nowhere. (laughs) The answer to one of life's biggest questions. Well, I feel like often one of the answers you're really looking for when you ask that question. (laughs) Can I call you Platty? What do you mean? Like Platty the platonic life partner. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like some kind... It sounds like a mascot, you know? (laughs) Like a platypus who is permanently in the friend zone. It's a mascot for all the guys in the friend zone. It's bloody this platonic life partner. Come to give you some friend zone advice. Yeah, I can so imagine him visiting every school. (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Here's how to put someone in the friend zone. (laughs) Or here's how to deal with if you've been friend zoned. Oh, like like the anti-bullying campaign. It's like dealing with the friend zone platypus. Exactly. So it might be like, here's the anti-bullying giraffe or something that's come to visit today. But uh, no, we've got the the friend zone platypus. There's, there's a real issue facing our teenagers. <laughs> That's right. So, how what advice would Platy give as the platonic life partner? Well, it's in terms of how to deal with being friend zoned. Yes. It depends if you're really. Trying Do we to... have to murder her? I'd rather not. I don't think we're murdering her. We're, we're just frightening her. No, yeah. we're like choking her. Last time, because I've played this uh, level before. Oh. And the truth came tumbling down (laughs) in the podcast that we love. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, just to give Also, that implies that you love this podcast. Oh, I do very much. But, uh, Wait, hang on. I feel like we need to get Platty in. <laughs> <laughs> you think the podcast doesn't love me? No, I'm just saying how much do you love the podcast? Do we need to get Platty to offer you some advice? It's a purely hetero life mate situation. Okay, yeah. good. Between you and the podcast. Because yeah. I feel like, Ben... That implies the podcast is a female as well. Well, I just think that, yeah, true. It may not be hetero. Mm. I don't want to go too far. But I feel like there's me and you. But the podcast sort of exists as its own separate entity. So I just feel like, Ben, there's me and you, but... Between us, mm. the podcast, like it's, if it's a Venn diagram, right? Yes. You imagine like three circles and the podcast is the middle one. And a big part of our characters overlap to make the podcast. But then there's sort of a part of it that it's its own entity that exists separately <laughs> from either of us. Just the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it sort of is its own being that has its own thoughts and decisions. What kind of thoughts does like, it have? I imagine very disturbing ones, well, if, I don't <laughs> judging know, by our previous shows. Because you've often been like, don't take this out on the podcast. It's not the podcast's yeah. fault. What did, the, what did the show ever do to you, Vicky? Yeah, that's right. It's been nothing but a great friend. <laughs> Occasionally it's had some uh, fucked up tendencies, but there's, that's its own fault. Yeah, that's right. So, Well, that, no, that's not its fault, in fact. Yeah, it's, I know. That's, we brought those to the podcast. <laughs> if anything, the podcast started pure and we chipped away at its being. Uh, it's been corrupted very quickly. <laughs> I was going to say it never started pure. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> ben, I've got, a, I've got a bone to pick with you. Oh, hang on. We'll go to... A, pl- a purely came- platonic bone. <laughs> Might we remind everyone? <laughs> yes. Well, what advice do you think Platty would come to a school and offer teenagers, by the way, before we get on to my bone? So I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would um, basically tell people how to 
make a quick and classy getaway if you've been friend zoned. Oh, what's a quick and classy getaway from a friend zone? So like if you ask a girl to go to the next level and right. she denies you. But you're still you, a platonic life partner. Yeah. So now you know not to be a keno and like keep insisting that you... Right. Well, do you know that or does Platty have to Well, I think that's that? one strand of advice oh. that Platty can So Platty can come to the school and say... And say like, if, if she declines you... Don't keep pushing. Yeah, because... Chances are you're not going to change things. Yeah. You've already been friend zoned. Certainly not with force. It's hard to, it's hard to unfriend zone. Exactly. So yeah. let's just, you can stay friends at best, but if you're not interested in that thing, then walk away. Yep. I think that's Platty's catchphrase. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. So Caddy's catchphrase is walk away. Yep. Oh, okay. And then, uh, but. So I would have said his catchphrase might be, they can't be conquered by force. Obviously, I need Platty's advice. Don't rush in at more of Platty's advice, <laughs> do you think? Um, Platty doesn't push. I feel like there's another mascot that needs to do the introductory stuff. Really? Like, I feel like Platty doesn't push is great. Platty don't push? Platty don't push. That's like, that's Platty his. plays the long game? Long game Larry! <laughs> lizard! <laughs> Platty the platypus will introduce you to his friend, long game Larry. The lizard. So, like, if, if you're really insistent... That you're like, well, I feel I've like been friend zoned, but I can still work my way through this. That's I where zoned my current boyfriend. He introduces you to someone else. I don't want to give anyone Larry too much lizard. hope, but I friend zoned my current boyfriend. Mm, go on. And he went Larry the Lizard. He laid low in the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like um, Platty and Larry are like enemies. No. Really? Because Platty's like, just walk away. Yeah. And, and Larry's, Larry's like, like, there's hope, man. There's hope. Just lay, lay low in low. the sunshine. And it did work for my boyfriend. He laid low in the sunshine. The, it's possible. I'm just saying it's not easy. I don't think it's easy, nor is it... Well, you risk... You've got to be a brave man, I think. You risk coming off as super annoying and decreasing your chances anymore. No, I think you have to be like lay low lizard. Like, I didn't know my boyfriend was still keen. He just laid very low. Lalo Larry just lays in the sunshine. He doesn't look like he's doing anything. But eventually he's you feel like whoever the target is will be like, oh, he's been there so long. <laughs> Maybe I will hook up with him. Not, no, I think it has to be a brave man that does that. Is it brave or patience? Both. I think you have to back yourself quite heavily to do it. But what about all these people who've got like overconfident but are never going to have a shot and they just don't know it? Like, well, I feel then... like that's why Platty is important. We've got to shut <laughs> some of these keynotes yeah. down. Some of them need to, we need to shut down this operation. Yeah, because you're just getting in the way of everyone else's well, chances. Well, I think the difference between Platty and Larry, or my current boyfriend and other men, was mm. he was just my actual friend. Not in friend zoned. <laughs> no, no, not. He didn't treat the friend zone as a zone from which he wanted to escape. He just laid low Larry like and enjoyed the sunshine. So how did he make the transition from friend to boyfriend? I changed my mind, but I think that's a rare case but is what did I'm trying he, to say. did he ask you out and you declined him? My boyfriend pretty much did not do anything. So you, long game lizard, mm. lay low Larry. <laughs> he took Larry's advice. He took Larry's advice and just became my actual friend and did absolutely nothing until I changed my mind and said <laughs> I was keen. But laying low Larry takes a lot of confidence in that you're willing to be their actual friend. And if someone else comes along, comes along, you jump ship. But are you saying that he asked you out and you declined? Yes, and originally. Why did you say no in the first place? I just wasn't interested. I don't know. And then you're like, oh, right. 
no one else is interested in me. I better take what I can get. <laughs> no, no. Then I got to know him well as a friend. Yeah. And like loved spending time with him. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I want to spend time with you all the time. Okay. And I was like, sweet. Let's be a couple. Anyway, the bone I wanted to pick with you. Oh, yeah, that. I really, I forgot what we... <laughs> You've been in your bathroom. The names of your bathroom air sweeteners are just getting more and more ridiculous. What are you talking about? I think at the moment it's like French vanilla and honeysuckle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you uh, you feel like we could have gone down the traditional route of lavender or something. Yeah, or even like vanilla would have been fine. Like, it smells like poop and farts in here generally. Like, it's not hard to improve upon that. You don't need to go up to straight to the French vanilla and honeysuckle. I think you're... My nose can't be... My nose is not trying to make big decisions in this particular room. I feel like you're uh, underestimating the power of our uh, bathroom smells. I won't be sniffing deeply enough in there to tell the difference between French vanilla and vanilla. And, and regular vanilla. Yeah. I think, oh, they added honeysuckle yeah, this right. time. <laughs> the uh, the I think, subtle tone of honeysuckle will be lost upon me in that particular room. I feel like you uh, missed the part where our, our bathroom stinks so bad that not only do we need vanilla, we need the honeysuckle as well. <laughs> so to... what you're going with is French vanilla is actually a more powerful form of yeah, vanilla. <laughs> exactly. And uh, that still doesn't do the job, so they had to add <laughs> even more fragrances. This is not the funnest level I've ever played, I have to say. Oh, yeah, I forgot that I could probably yeah, take over like, control now. <laughs> crying in a closet is probably not my favourite gameplay option. I was just waiting for uh, something to happen. We just spend <laughs> the next three hours watching Ellen Page tear up <laughs> in a, under the stairs. Hit X if you want to sob uncontrollably. I hear if you uh, stay there too long, Harry Potter shows up. Like, <laughs> oh, they locked you in here too. I've been here for so long. <laughs> we, we do have powers, you know, I... I could probably use them to Revenge. escape. Yes, good. Have you heard that thing where it's like if you watch Harry Potter backwards, it's a really depressing story what? about a boy who thinks he's a wizard, but he's actually just locked under the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see what's that wrong. Like, wouldn't you love it if I got you a first edition Edgar Allan Poe book? Well, not if I'm like a 14-year-old bitch, apparently. Well, I wouldn't be like, thanks for nothing, Biatch, under the cupboard with you. I'd just be like, oh. I'd be like, oh, okay. Thanks. I guess I have to put on my brave present face yeah i know like that's pretty rude yeah but i feel like if i ever meet someone with psychic powers i'm like i'll be accepting you're my, every gift you're my best friend forever yeah exactly because i do not want to piss you <laughs> off it's sort of like ejecting the green lantern from the justice league <laughs> like you have the ability to create kryptonite whenever you'd like yeah, yeah. i don't want to be messing with you <laughs> as a jilted boyfriend you're on our side green lantern all exactly. right just don't mess with me <laughs> your job is not to create kryptonite <laughs> at will <laughs> that's all we ask from you okay you can do whatever you like as long as you're not doing that. Yeah. Well, it's it's like clearly a uh, group of kids who have never seen the movie Carrie. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know that doesn't end well when you fuck with psychic children. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> Could the other explanation be that psychic girl that we locked yeah, in the I cupboard? Know. Remember how she was exploding shit like not <laughs> five, ten minutes ago? I just don't see why psychic people in games don't have friends. I would be this person's best friend. Imagine how fun it would be to have a friend who has a ghost that follows them around. Well, I think it would be like that. There's a Twilight Zone episode that I haven't seen, but I have seen the Simpsons episode that ripped it off. <laughs> yeah. Where is it like the Twilight Zone episode that I saw where a bus keeps appearing near a person and he's like, nah, I'm fine. I don't want to get on. And then at the end he dies. 
And they're like, the moral of this story is just get on the bus. Oh, do get on the yes. bus. Yes. Oh, so he, he doesn't get on the bus and how does he die then? I don't know. He just dies. It's really confusing. I don't, I was like, well, I feel like we've all learned a lesson here. <laughs> <laughs> if, I don't know what it is. If a bus is appearing, yeah, then get the get hell on it. it. This was confusing and pointless. Uh, well, the Simpsons episode, Bart yes. gets psychic powers and everyone is too scared to not bow down to his every whim. Right. Because he's the guy with psychic powers. <laughs> I don't understand how she's not more popular. Yeah. Oh, that spooky moment that you can sit in the chair next to you. Do we? <laughs> and that's why we're the perfect... That crazy psychic Co-hosts, girl. because we can do the same ooey-you joke in perfect sync. <laughs> what? Where was the original Ooeeu from? Did you say she's da- he's replacing David Matthews? Uh, probably Dr. Matthews. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense. Who's David Matthews? From David Math- the Dave Matthews band. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not familiar <laughs> with David. He's usually a Dave. <laughs> Sorry, is... I went long when the invitation was there to I, go short. Yeah, David is uh, more formal than I am. <laughs> me, and, me and Dave are on first name basis. My mistake. His, his second job is in the Department of Supernatural Affairs for the FBI. <laughs> Maybe this was around the time his band took off. <laughs> uh, are you like a fan of the Dave Matthews band? I think I know like one of their songs, but I quite like it. Because I listened to one because like for whatever reason, Dave They're Math- huge. It was coming up a lot recently yeah. because there was a story of him. He couldn't get to his show. There seems to be a lot of stories about him. Like I read a story about him throwing trash out the window of his tour bus. Someone complained and he apologised. <laughs> like he seems to be quite the man to comment on. Apologize for getting caught, probably. Probably. He's like, uh, Isn't that the every boyfriend's response? Yeah, yeah. It's I, often hard to tell. Like, are you sorry, uh, or are you sorry that you have an angry girlfriend? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but there was a story that I heard where Shrug. He was on his way to his um show. Yep. And I guess like his tour bus or something got broke down, so he got picked up by a fan who was on the way to the show. Yep. And so, you know, as a fan, you'd be like, I'll just pick up this hitchhiker. Holy shit, this hitchhiker is the guy I'm about to see. <laughs> <laughs> so that would like be kind of cool That would experience. be really crazy. So I had heard this story several times and it was obviously... The hitchhiking story? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so everyone seemed to like know and love Dave Matthews. I know. And they were like, wow, imagine being picked up by Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> or picking up like, Dave Matthews. Isn't that doctor at the CIA? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's David Matthews. <laughs> uh, but so I was like, well, all these people seem to be huge fans. I don't even know his music. Yeah. Like I knew of him, but that was as far as it went. Mm-hmm. And so I went and listened to whatever had the most views or listens on YouTube. And what was it? Well, it was a Dave Matthews Band song that I'd never heard of before. Was it Crush? That's the only song I know, Probably. and I like it. It's like Crush me with those See, things it made, you do. It made so little impact and that I, I couldn't even tell you if this was the song. You. Maybe that's why people like him. He's, He's extremely easy listening. Completely inoffensive <laughs> music. <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> like I want to listen to something that makes me neither think nor remember. Nor feel anything. <laughs> He's the alcohol of the music world. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's like musical amnesia. <laughs> so it's like you go to a concert. And like... He's like taking a musical nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just a way to sell concert tickets. Like you go and the next time he's in town, like, oh shit, Dave Matthews is in town. I should go. I've never seen him before. <laughs> You're like, yeah. no, his, his music just erased your mind again. I feel like... Yeah, it's still new to me. Everyone else is really easily hip 
like hypnotizable, but you weren't. Like they just wake up from a Dave Matthews concert feeling refreshed and happy. <laughs> it's like everyone... But you just heard the half hour of white noise and we're like, huh? I feel like it's like um, that Men in Black uh, flash. Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing that erases people's memory and then Will Smith gives you an explanation like, oh, yeah, you were just on the subway. Oh, and- so Dave Matthews is a cover-up for when you see aliens. Uh, maybe. Like a whole pack of people sees aliens and like, where well, I was like, Dave Matthews concert. If you just hear one of his songs, start writing so you can remember <laughs> the weird extraterrestrial <laughs> event that just went down. All right, and here we are arriving now at the Central Intelligence Agency on the next chapter of our playthrough. Good picking up on those clues there with the uh, the CIA logo. Thank you. <laughs> if anything, I should be allowed to join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all the uh, test requires now. The bar has been lowered so much. You, the CIA's uh, recruitment requirements, they're like, well, no one's joining. If they see the sign and can identify it, they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to this, I recently got a sheet about an assignment that I have to do, but it's a, um, a I guarantee court. You this is nothing similar to Oh, this. no, it is. It's like use that spirit that's tethered to you and train as if you're going to be in the army. Oh, wow. That's weirdly similar. I know. That's why I was like, wow, I can't believe this game exists. But <laughs> it's during like the Vicky's midst life of that, story. I know. But during the midst of that, part of what I have to do is attend a moot court session as an expert witness. What's that? So moot court is basically like a set up fake court. So it's not a real case. Oh, okay. The cases are fake. <laughs> the problems are fake. <laughs> the judgments just affect my grades. The attendance dun, 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 dun. is still real. <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Moot court. <laughs> I don't feel like it would get as many viewers as Judge Judy. No, very few. Because the judgments aren't very final, except on whether or not I pass my degree. But maybe they can make every case super exciting in that case. It is pretty interesting, actually. Like, is everyone like a something like a high-profile murder of like, you know, Bill Gates has been killed. It's like, <laughs> holy shit, what a great court case to get involved in. But anyway, the sh- expla- explanation sheet of when we have to be there is completely foobard. Like, all of the times are wrong. It says I have to be there um, from 1pm mm. to 5 a.m. and I have to arrive at 12 a.m. Well, to be there. You gotta so be I was like, committed, Vicky. I know, I've got to camp out from midnight the day before. Uh, no, actually, sorry, it says you have to arrive 12 p.m. Please arrive at 1 p.m. So I'm like, I have to camp out from lunchtime the day before <laughs> to be there. Or well, maybe it starts, <laughs> but you can walk in mid-session. mid-session. Which doesn't seem like a particularly good way to gain marks. And then I must remain there until 5 a.m. <laughs> How did this happen? Did they just not bother to, like, proofread? Or? I guess not. I'm not sure. I'm we'll like, just use filler times. So yeah. Then. Or I'm like, or is this like a reflection of how bad real court admin is? And it's just <laughs> yeah, us yeah, a taste. yeah, exactly. You got to get used to this shit. <laughs> we are completely inefficient, and if you don't learn that now, <laughs> <laughs> it could just be like a 17-hour court hearing. Yeah, true. <laughs> Where you have to be there from the day before to just sit while the court's closed. Well, you got to prepare yourself. Yeah, I know. I'll bring Twinkies and a sleeping bag, like every good psychologist. (laughs) I didn't realise that court was so much like a a high school slumber party. Oh, it's exactly like it. You bring the nail polish, I'll bring the chit-chat about boys. Oh, good. (laughs) Even getting Twinkies in Australia might prove difficult. I know, it's going to be quite difficult, and that's why I mentioned it, because I was like, if I'm going to be in a court overnight, I want exotic snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had a Twinkie? No, I haven't. Have you? Yeah, once in um, Vegas. Oh, nice. <laughs> you can have a Twinkie anywhere. That's yeah, quite yeah. the story to tell. Well, they have deep fried Twinkies. Oh, so. man. Do you like getting girlfriend selfies? Like, not sexts, but just selfies of your girlfriends? I don't think it's really happened. Really? Are you sending a lot of them? I send one every morning. 
wow. Yeah, I know. Is it like... While he's away, not in general for the whole of our relationship. Oh, okay. Is it like, I'm looking tired. This is how you could see me if you just woke up next to me. Yeah, this is what it would look like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling too well and it appears that I've snotted up in the night. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's just like, hey, babe, this is what I'm wearing today. How are you? Like, it's fully made up and dressed. Selfie. Okay. So, you're, you're putting a little preparation into it. Well, it's usually on my way out the door. So, it's like in my work clothes with my makeup and hair done. And are these appreciated? Yes. And requested. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, I don't want Vicky going out into the world without her hair done. I better take I want to check here. up on her. Yeah. <laughs> If she's going to work not in her suit, I'm going to be heavily disappointed <laughs> in her. How do they get these guys to volunteer for this training? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, despite the fact that this is, as you say, training, it yeah. does look like we actually uh, uh, beating them up. took the crap. Oh. Oh. And they don't actually shoot us. So they are just here to be choked and punched in the face and knocked out. Yeah, like I think I really did deprive that guy of oxygen until he passed out. Oh, I think so. I think you literally choked that guy out. That's why I'm confused. <laughs> well, to be honest, he had it coming, I'm assuming. Like I'm not sure who like... I mean, I don't know him or anything that he did to us, but <laughs> I definitely I assume nothing. Like, hey guys, so we got a, a bit of extra weekend work. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. You know, I know you're in the army and all, and people really do shoot at you. But in this case, what we'd like is a girl with an unpredictable psychic entity that follows her around to be allowed to choke you out with it. Double pay. Mm. Double pay. Double pay. Mm -mm. Oh, that, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> I was turned off until you uh, mentioned the pay rate. <laughs> I will do anything for cash. And that is the American military. <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm not a fan of the of the level sneak. I hate sneaking levels, and you know that. It can get frustrating. My least liked shoe is the sneaker. <laughs> and that translates most... to all aspects of uh, your life, including video games? Oh, yeah. My most liked shoe is the tap shoe. <laughs> so it is impossible to sneak up. <laughs> oh, I see. It is impossible to do a sneaking level with tap shoes on. Any shoe that makes a loud noise, I will be a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> so those shoes that light up, also good. Yeah, well, I wish we could bring those back. I mean, when I was a kid, those light up shoes were all the rage. Yeah. I feel like I didn't have any and therefore missed the opportunity. But if it was socially acceptable for an adult to wear light up sneakers, I might do it. I would. What do you mean might? Okay, if I definitely would do it. <laughs> why would I not be doing it? If we've got two souls, those two souls were beyond in agreement. The two souls of our feet. Oh yeah. I the didn't two realize souls of our feet. that the subtitle of this game was uh, <laughs> so on topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two souls of our feet are being pressed into light up shoes. If it was socially acceptable, I think everyone would be wearing them, wouldn't they? They'd be all the rage. Do you think It's only society um, that's holding us back. What about those curly laces? Oh, they'd be right like, through there. Do you, you think that we could bring them back or that would that be too much? Oh, I have baby steps. You think light up <laughs> shoes first, let's, then yeah. curly laces. Let's see how our steps go in the light up shoes. So Iden is to some extent on our side. He's largely on our side. I feel like Oh, he's largely on our side. Yeah. He's it's got psychic abilities, right? And he's tethered to us. Like, well, I don't think he has psychic abilities. I think he just has abilities that, okay. in that he's a spirit. Yes, like I feel if if she dies, he probably doesn't know what happens to him. 
True. Considering like he's Or maybe he does. Like has he been tethered to other people in the past and like we'll just I don't know. If that's been revealed, I haven't got to that level. Yeah, yet. fair enough. So uh I feel like he could she could die. He could still be alive and just tethered to her corpse. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. That, it'd be pretty fun to be her though. Like the, there's obvious downsides we've already experienced, but mm. you've always got someone to talk to. But as, as long as he doesn't but wander too far. someone it, to talk to in the shower. <laughs> that's true. You, ha- you have to be prepared to deal with that. But also, I guess, if someone's been watching you pee from the moment you were born, it probably doesn't occur to you that that's strange. I like to think that Aiden's got some courtesy in those regards. <laughs> so you think Aiden makes the tether a bit longer at those times? Well, he just he can turn his back. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he can walk through walls and stuff. So like, I surely he can the, just um, be on the opposite side yeah, of the Yeah, that's bathroom. what I was going to say. He's a um, respectful spirit. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally he might burn down a house full of teens, but on the upside, he He's will not, not watch you He's not the kind of pee. guy to watch you pee. Yeah. There's lines even Iden wouldn't cross. Exactly. I feel like... Um, do you like the toilet talk? What do you mean? Like, if you're on the toilet and someone attempts to have a conversation, fan? No way. Yeah, agreed. I hate it. I don't know why anyone does it. Well, who's talking to you on the toilet? Well, like in a cubicle or like they'll be shouting through the door like, hey, Vicky, like, no, nah, not kidding. Really? Even in the women's toilets? Yeah. It happens everywhere. Because I know like in the guys. I know. You think there's safety in those four walls, but a voice will carry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with the guys, it would be more likely to happen because you're at a urinal. There's no physical barrier. That, exactly. Um, and so some people could think, oh, if I can... They take that as an invitation. Yeah, if I can, not even an invitation, but like an obligation. Oh, it's like, like if I can see you're there, then maybe I'll be more likely to talk to you. If you're in the women's, you've got no line of sight. I see what you're like, saying is like, oh, I can't just ignore this person next to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why people feel the need in women's toilets. So, like, will the person in the next cubicle talk to you, or the person at the at the uh, like washing their hands or something? Uh both. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Or like a friend of yours will come in with you and have a good old chin wag. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, I don't like that. You're quite quiet. You say that like you, uh, you've you had experience with us going to the bathroom side by side. <laughs> and you don't seem like the kind of guy that ever chatted to me. Well, I mean, if it's a friend, surely you're going to have another opportunity when I get out of the toilet <laughs> like, to this continue this conversation. This right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to forget if I don't get involved here and right this second. I feel like if anyone was going to commentate on my peeing, it would be you. What would I be saying? I don't know what <laughs> no. kind of discussion you're expecting. Oh, I don't know. Just flow. Good flow. <laughs> yeah. I'll just coax you through it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, keep going. Don't give up now. You're yeah, really there. You can do it. You've done this presumably many times before. But <laughs> I feel Yeah, I feel like this time you were gonna struggle if I didn't have if you, if I wasn't here to Just navigate you through about it. The way you walked into the bathroom showed that you were defeated. There was a lack of confidence in your <laughs> swagger, in your free peeing swagger. Is it really a swagger when it's like needing to go? Maybe I was mistaking the uh, awkward pee dance for swag. Ah, uh, right. It happens often. Yeah, yeah. I think nearly most cases really. Yeah, well, you know, um, P. Diddy. He's, he's <laughs> literally P. Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for a long time, thought he was as cool as it gets. Then I realised he's just constantly needing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he has an enlarged prostate. <laughs> That's what the P stands for? Prostate Diddy? Probably. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would say puff, but nah. uh, maybe we're onto something here. So you were, you were drinking a cup of coffee like on your way in here. Yeah. 
I couldn't help but notice that it's covered in coffee. I know. I was trying to drive and drink it. And clearly unsuccessfully. Yeah, I know. It kept spilling all over me because I was trying to hurry to get here on time. Yeah. And I don't have a cup holder, so I was holding it between my legs. (laughs) So I would squeeze it and then like coffee would like splurt out. Did you get scalding hot coffee on your legs? No, fortunately not. It kind of went on my dress. Like, I wasn't purposely oh, squeezing you. I know. I wasn't doing, like, a leg workout with my coffee, like, and crush. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, you know, I'd put the brake on or something, and that would put my legs close together, and some would flop out onto my dress, which is what you want to hear about a driving incident all the time, isn't it? Yeah, flopping out and dresses just <laughs> threw me for a second. I can tell. What? So you didn't burn yourself, but you did stain your dresses? Yeah, well. I don't think stained. That sounds like quite permanent. I thought coffee stains. I'm no. not a coffee drinker, so oh, I'm not okay. an expert here. Nor but... are you a laundry doer. <laughs> if I can avoid it, I <laughs> These will. These two things are so far out of your experience. Exactly. <laughs> Both coffee and doing things. That's why you don't need coffee. <laughs> that's why coffee I don't need Coffee and doing do things laundry. are outside of your repertoire. Therefore, coffee is not needed if you're not doing things. I can do plenty of things. Just I choose to avoid as many domestic ones as possible. <laughs> It won't let me attempt to get the cookies until I've asked for one. Uh, yes, that is for you. I was just going to take one. I know. If you've got a supernatural demon living inside you, I feel like my first thing to use it for would be cookies. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're like an eight-year-old kid, definitely. No, I'd try murder and then cookies. They're high on most people's lists, I assume. Murder and cookies. Hmm. Wouldn't you, would you disagree? I don't know. Would it be murdering in order to gain access to cookies or going on a cookie-fueled rampage? What, like killing people with cookies? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um... Or using cookies to collect people's credit card details and stalking them until you find them and kill them. My blog, Murder and Cookies, involves <laughs> both of those things. Right. I don't know how to get this cookie. Yeah, that's what it's like to be a child, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a psychic demon or I whatever. know. This like... is making me pretty pleased. I'm now an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can get cookies at my whim. I know, right? And what a whim it is. The old cookie whim. It's, it's the irresistible. Most, the most basic of desires. <laughs> but it is a desire nonetheless. It is our strongest whim. <laughs> <laughs> so much stuff in video games. I think like that's really cool as the end user that it's there. Yeah. But the amount of work that the person would have had to put in just to have that 30 seconds that I'm bothering and watching the television for would have been so frustrating for the animator. Well, I feel like a lot of people who uh, <laughs> make these games, like they put in that kind of stuff and no one's even going to be uh, paying any attention. Like I just finished Grand Theft Auto, which came out recently. Yep. And there's an option to watch TV in the game. And I actually got addicted to watching <clears throat> TV. <laughs> so, it's like, so they they really got their money's worth for putting that in with you. Yeah, but I feel like most people would not be. What's on TV in Grand Theft Auto? It's got to be better than Australian TV, was, to be fair. <laughs> it definitely, actually, it probably was. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It was. It's like America's Got Talent ripoff. <laughs> Fame or shame was what it's called. And so you start watching it, and you're like, oh, this will just be like a two minute bit, if that. Yeah. And then. 20 minutes later, I'm like, holy shit, I just watched a whole episode of Fame or Shame in the video game. Oh my gosh, this is like the inception of a boring life. <laughs> exactly. But it's like... You had a banal life within a banal <laughs> life. Like your options are to be in Grand Theft Auto yep. and you decided to use that to watch more reality <laughs> TV. <laughs> so your own reality is so boring that you had to play a game and within that, Watch a reality TV I, show. I choose to think that Rockstar just did so good a job 
that I happened to uh, get absorbed by the <laughs> entertainment that they were providing me, Vicky. <laughs> That's awesome. What a beautiful house you have. My husband gave it to me for my birthday. <laughs> what kind of future are we living in? Well, it's honesty. I will give them that. I know, right? <laughs> Good. He's working at the moment. Yeah, probably to buy you a house. <laughs> this is what happens when your crazy spirit gets involved in your tea parties. I know. But I'm just sort of thinking... If you're getting bought a house for your birthday, how do you top that for the next birthday? A golden house? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, even if you just get an extension, it's not going to be enough. No. Like, well, you got me a whole what did house you do? last yeah. year. I put in a pool. Well, you know, a house, a new house with a pool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. If you, if you had got me a pool last year, I might have been impressed. But <laughs> now you've set the bar quite high. Like, I wonder what he got the year before. Did he go straight there, thus ruining the build-up? <laughs> like, yeah, this was a first uh, date present. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I feel like the year before, it was like, oh, I got you a nice pair of earrings. Bam, house. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is awkward. I just got you a new watch. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. I thought I was doing quite well until the house thing. <laughs> I wonder what he got, what she got him. Yeah, you said in high bar. Because I've had an issue, like I'm thinking we're coming towards Christmas and I'm in a new relationship. Okay. And it's always awkward because I also don't want to get him a fantastic present and for him to feel the pressure of not getting me as good a present. Yeah. So you have you were trying to settle on what you should purchase? Well, because I know I would get massive girlfriend points if I went down like the iPad family. Well, that's that's a that's a big purchase. Present. I know, but then I'm like, what if he's like, oh, I got you some really cool paper clips, <laughs> 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 which I'd appreciate because I have a lot of paperwork in my profession. <laughs> but the uh... so the usefulness and the appreciation would be high. But I feel like on his side of the fence, he might he would feel paper clip shame. Yeah, he might feel a little. His gift could have been inadequate. Exactly right. So I would have to really lord over these paper clips, which again, I would. You feel like you could do. Yes. Well, I got some really great paper clips. There's one that's in the shape of the head and what holds your paper is the brain. Oh, okay. That's cool. Like it's a silhouette of a head or something. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the inside and the brain holds your paper together. Wow. And I was like, this is really cool for a psychologist. Is that more useful than a regular paper clip? Like, No, it is, just looks cool. No, but does it do the job as well as a regular paper oh, clip? Oh, yeah, yeah. For example, crazy straws. Oh, yeah. They, the amount of time it takes from, like, glass to mouth is much more inefficient. Yeah. Right. So, it's a cool idea, but in reality, you you want your drinking ability to oh, be unhindered by your absolutely. straw. Absolutely. If you were a desert explorer who got lost and you came home and your wife was like, my gosh, like, we're so glad you're back. You know, we thought you were dead. Also, you know, we were mourning for you by collecting gifts. <laughs> Number one, I'd really like you to use this crazy straw to drink the water. You would be entitled to strangle her. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one occasion where you were allowed to strangle your wife. So have you ever been in a scenario where either you or your partner is given a way better gift than what the other person has received? I don't think I personally have because I'm terrible at keeping a secret. I love to tell people what they're getting before they get it. So that kind of works to your advantage. If Absolutely. You're trying to uh, even out the the scenarios. Yeah, I I feel like every girlfriend that I've ever had great present giver. Well, she's let down no, the team. Like she's basically asked me what I want. Ah, right. Except for one of my earlier girlfriends who didn't do that, and we did have an unbalanced uh -oh. present situation. What was it that she got you? 
she got me a, like a box of Cadbury favorites. Ah, the old favorite debacle of 04. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you get her? A house? Yeah, I got her a house, a solid gold house. No, I got her a, a bracelet. And it oh. was like a pretty good bracelet. Like it was a $70 bracelet like down to 35 bucks or something. So I got well, a good see, deal on can it. you still claim that though? <laughs> I'm not going to tell her the price tag. Right, yeah. So she's going to be thinking, sweet, I like bagged a $70 bracelet. But she she couldn't enjoy the gift because she felt so much shame of like... Gift, ah, gift, gift shame. Gift inequality. Yes, I know. That's when it starts. Yeah, so... Uh, but I were mean, you... I see, was, that the problem with that is then you just make your boyfriend feel worse. I'm like, I feel like you just cut your losses mm. and then just enjoy having got the better gift. Well, she felt so bad that she got me a follow-up gift. See, that's what I think though. Do you, as the boyfriend, if someone is feeling gift inequality shame mm. you want them to just be like oh thank you so much rather than now i can't even enjoy this it's like now both our presents are ruined yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> well what, what happened to us was she opened my present first oh and she was like oh shit i didn't get you anything well she felt bad enough that she's like don't open your gift <laughs> and i'm like why what did you give me like it was almost like she'd given me a severed head or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got you 10 poisoned rats. I asked my cat for advice. <laughs> I've been dragging these in over a series of months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so when I did open a gift, I kind of understood why. Yes. It was just because she was embarrassed that mine cost more than hers. Um, but eventually it did pay off for me. I got like a pretty sweet tea out of it. Oh, nice. But uh, speaking of giving the gift of dead animals... Um, As we often are. I heard a story yesterday. Yeah. I had a coworker tell me a story this week. I went out to lunch and he was telling me a story about when he was 13. Mm-hmm. And he came home to find a, a dead bird that his cat had caught. Or I guess dying bird. It hadn't killed it yet. Okay. And so he was like, well, I should probably put it out of its misery because... And someone came home and thought he was murdering a bird? That would have been... That would be very unfortunate. That would have been preferable. Oh, no. Happened. Oh, no. That's okay. Oh, my <laughs> if gosh. that's the optimal scenario, you know you're in for Yeah, I know. Okay. So, he is like, well, I'll put it out of its misery. How do I go about this? Sure. And his first thought was, well, on TV and movies, I guess I've seen them do it with a gun. Wow. Okay. Being a 13-year-old kid in Australia, I didn't have access to I know, to I was wondering where that thought went. What, yeah. did he fashion one from kitchen utensils? Yeah, yeah, he's, from his days in the clink. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he learned yeah. how to make it. Yeah. He melted down a toothbrush exactly. into a Smith & Wesson. But when that failed, he went to the next best thing yeah. and decided to smash its head in with a brick. Well, yeah, that's what I would have... I, I, honestly, I don't think I would have had the guts. I think I would have had to let it die. Well, that probably would have been the... Uh, again, preferable, which again is yeah. not a great preference. No. So, you know, this is going horribly wrong. So he throws the brick at this bird. And I don't know if he just couldn't commit to it or what happened, but... Guilt set in the last moment. Yeah. Either way, he just crushed the bird, but didn't actually kill it and just ended up causing it more pain. Oh. Apparently, it's like shitting everywhere. It's oh, like man. just writhing agony. So he's basically torturing a bird at this yeah. point. Yeah. And yep. so I, I suspect like there's a chance that maybe it's just one of those instinctual reactions. Like you can cut off a snake's head and its body will still squirm. Right. Yeah. So maybe it was dead or whatever. Yeah. But as a 13 year old kid, you're, you're not like, going to think that far through. No, you're like, what have I done? This is terrible. Yeah. 
So he's like, all right, well, this is the part that I think his plan definitely goes astray. Is- he's like, all right, well, what's plan B? I, he Ooh, goes to the garage oh, and no. gets the petrol from the lawnmower. What, he's going to set it on fire? Yep. Why? I don't know. That has got to be the worst option ever. Who's like, wow, you're really in pain. Hang on. I'll just Flames. grab some petrol and well, set you on fire. I guess he's hoping. And now he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's hoping that it'll just be a quick death. Like he'll set it on fire for like a few seconds and it'll be out of its misery. Oh my gosh. Did not happen that way. So now the bird's crushed and flaming on fire. and being toyed by with a cat. Oh, this has probably been the worst day of this bird's life. I hope. Because if it's been through worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it managed to survive anything else, then uh, it, it was a very unfortunate bird indeed. So he's like, all right, it's still alive. Now why do I Oh, you're kidding. So he starts... The flaming bird is still on fire. I sound like I'm Elf Stewart from (laughs) Home and Away. Starts... That flaming galah. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Elf Stewart was walking by and got his catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. Uh, Oh, no, there's a flaming galah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, wait a minute. I think I could use that. (laughs) He starts um, digging a hole to bury this bird in. Right. And And it's still alive. Well, it's moving around. Right, apparently. so it's writhing at the very least. He puts the bird in the hole and he's like, oh, well, I've got to put out this fire. Oh. So he starts pouring water on the bird. It, like it might have put out the fire, but now he's drowning the bird. Oh, my gosh. The hole's filling up. This is horrific. So, this is worse than my fish story that made me vegetarian. Uh, yeah, exactly. Does he still eat chicken? I think so. That heartless bastard. <laughs> I feel like he should sacrifice at the bird god's knees by never eating birds again. I feel like... I'm sure he owes the bird gods. he ever runs into Big Bird or something, they'll be out on the lookout for him. Oh, he's going to lay the smack down. Yeah. He's like, well, haven't the tables turned, good sir? <laughs> yeah. I think the bird eventually died around the time that he's filling the hole with oh, water. Oh, thank gosh. Yeah, and so he buried the bird. He's, he said he's crying like the whole time that this is going on. You, I hope that you would be. Yeah, which I guess that's a sign that hopefully it won't turn out to be a serial killer because, you know, they always say that you start off torturing animals. Yeah, well, he did start off torturing animals, so... But unintentionally. Maybe he's going to be the saddest serial killer in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> There's I'm only really one direction. Sorry. I'm really not enjoying this. I, why won't you just die? You know what's going to have to happen next. I'm going to have to get the petrol if you won't just die. <laughs> I can't help myself, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, it'll, I can imagine it will make for um, a less entertaining episode of Dexter Ooh. when he's shedding a tear as he's strapping <laughs> them to the table. Apologetic Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I, I mean, I tortured animals as a kid, but it, you got to believe me, it, it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> It's a slippery... It was a gateway killing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a slippery slope. Exactly. If you need an animal accidentally murdered, then apparently I'm your guy. But <laughs> I'm going to feel bad about it. Anyway, that wraps up another episode. Check back for the next chapter. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Sing ramblings.